Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Hey, welcome back to Rudy Max's World. I'm your host, Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler. Today we're airing a very special show we did in December to mark the holidays in the Napa Valley of... Uh, Northern California. We took the show on the road to the Meadowood Resort. Uh, this hour, we're going to talk with Andy Beckstoffer. Now, that's not a name that a lot of Americans know, but boy, if you know wine, you know Andy Beckstoffer. He's owner of several of uh, the Napa Valley's most famous vineyards, and I'm delighted to have him on the air and sort of give him a little more exposure to uh, a larger world. And Chef Christopher Costow uh, had just earned Michelin's highest ranking, three stars, when I spoke with him in December. You're going to hear how he reacted to that. That's a very big deal in a chef's life. Uh, let's check out a little bit of uh, news and travel. Uh, as I mentioned the first hour, the segment you're listening to now is, in fact, current. Um, but we're running sort of a best of uh, uh, show from um, last, uh, just the weekend before Christmas, I believe, in uh, Meadowood in Napa Valley. Uh, but what you're listening to now is, as I say, current news. So it's not last December's news. Uh, NASA announced this week that the space shuttle Discovery will be transferred to the National Air and Space Museum collection in Washington. Well, technically in Virginia, uh, because while the Air and Space Museum is in D.C., the one that most Americans know, there's another branch of it quite a ways out in suburban Virginia near Dulles Airport. The discovery will be on display there at the James S. McDonnell Space Hangar of the Museum Stephen S. Excuse me, Stephen F. Udvar Hazy Center in Chantilly, Virginia. Boy, that's a lot of names. Uh, the date that the uh, discovery will be available for public view is not yet known. Meanwhile, the Space Shuttle Enterprise, currently on display at the center, will be moved to a new home at the Intrepid Sea, Air, and Space Museum in New York City. You know the Intrepid. It's an aircraft carrier that's permanently docked in the Hudson River uh, on the west side of, uh, of Manhattan. So the uh, Enterprise is getting a new home in New York, and the discovery is coming to the Air and Space Museum's adjunct operation out near Dulles Airport in Virginia, outside of Washington, D.C. Hey, ever wonder how many weapons are confiscated by TSA employees at airports? Well, we got a glimpse of that recently when the TSA revealed that South Florida's three largest airports arrested about 200 people last year for attempting to take weapons through airport security. 200 people? Who hasn't gotten the memo about you don't take weapons onto airplanes? I don't know. Apparently 200 people didn't. It's important to note, however, that none of the people were linked to any terrorist plot to do harm. They just weren't too bright or forgot or something. Uh, but as, And as a TSA security director at the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood Airport noted, quote, no one wants to be sitting on a plane next to a terrorist or, for that matter, a gang member or other nefarious person with a gun or a knife, unquote. I agree with that. Thank you very much. Uh, if an experiment being conducted by Alaska Airlines is successful, an airline pilot's load could be lightened by 16 pounds. A select group of pilots are using a one-and-a-half-pound iPad in place of their 18-pound laptops that most uh, pilots use in the cockpit. Now, if this trial period works out well, the practice could spread, and everybody will be flying around with iPads in the cockpits. A business, just, uh, a business jet charter company called Executive Jet 
has already been approved to use iPads in all their planes after conducting 250 successful certification flights. Well, there's some news on the cruise ship front. Paul Motter is a, a frequent guest. In fact, he was on just last weekend with us. Um, he writes the uh, column as editor of CruiseMates.com uh, that covers the cruise uh, industry. Paul, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Rudy. It's great to be back. Well, I gather uh, Crystal Cruises, which is a, is a very uh, high-end luxury cruise line, has uh, made a couple of rule changes here. That's right. Crystal is one of the top cruise lines in the world. They're a luxury cruise line, but they never had luxury um, rules before. Most luxury cruise lines are all-inclusive, meaning they include beverages and gratuities, and some of them even include shore excursions in the cruise fare. But Crystal was different. They always charged separately for drinks and tours and, and tips. Well, now they are going all-inclusive, just like all the other luxury cruise lines. But the prices are looking very good. I think they're going to be very competitive in the luxury cruise market. Wow. Okay. So they're going, uh, they're going all-inclusive as well. And then they've got this new standby rate that, it has, that, that has the possibility of an enormous discount. Yeah, the standby rate looks to be about half the regular price. And the rub is you have to put down a $500 deposit, which is refundable if you don't get your, your cruise. But you don't get notified until 45 days before the ship sails of whether you're on the cruise or not. But the prices are very, very good. That's not bad, 45. I mean, you know, uh, when we think of standby, we think of the old days when you'd go stand at the gate to see if the plane could take you in a half an hour or an hour. This right. is 45 days before. That's not onerous if you have a bit of flexibility in your schedule. Yeah, it's not at all. And I'll tell you the truth. Crystal generally has a fair amount of availability. So I would say if you try to get on one of these, there's a good chance you're going to get your cruise. That is fairly incredible. That is really incredible. Now, would you do that through a travel agent, or do you do that directly with Crystal, the standby fare part? Um, it really doesn't matter. Travel agents, I recommend using travel agents. So you can go either way, or you can call Crystal directly. So, so a travel agent will be happy to, to, to do your standby thing? Oh, sure. There's no reason why not. Chances are you're going to get the cruise, and then, then they'll get their commission. So. Yeah, but, I mean, 50% off and uh, 50 to 75% off brochure prices is an extraordinary savings. Uh, those crystal ships might be totally empty until 45 days before. <laughs> yeah, they might be. But, actually, Crystal has about a 65% loyalty rate. So on any cruise you're on, they're all Crystal cruisers. And it's a luxury cruise line, so even at 50% off, you're still looking at about three to $400 per day, which is, you know, the average cruise these days is about $150 per day. So you know it's still more expensive. Uh, Paul Motter is uh, editor uh, of the website cruisemates.com, a great research, or great, excuse me, a great resource if you'd like to research specific cruise ships and read about the industry. Paul, do you know of any other uh, cruise line, uh, luxury or not, that, that offers these standby fares? Um, no, actually, I don't know of any. But as a general rule, you will see cruise prices drop about 90 days before a cruise ship sails. Look for the specific sale date and look 90 days before that sale date, and lots of times you'll see prices drop. And the reason is um, people have to put down deposits and then make final payments. And 90 days out. A lot of times people change their minds and don't make the final payments, and so rooms suddenly become available 
that the cruise lines have to sell, and they will drop the prices on those cruises. All right, let's uh, let's underscore what Paul has just uh, told us. We've got to say goodbye to him in about 15 seconds. But uh, Crystal Cruise Lines has now gone all-inclusive. That's a new policy for them. Uh, that's as of next spring. So that's a year from now? Um, yes, okay. that's correct. And uh, of great interest to p- folks looking for a bargain, they've uh, inaugurated some special standby rates of up to 50 to 75% off brochure prices. You've got to put a $500 refundable deposit down, and you'll get your confirmation no more than uh, up to uh, 45 days before the cruise sails. Paul, thank you very much. Great information. Okay, thank you. Check out Paul's column at cruisemates.com and stick around as we go to the, back to the Napa Valley and uh, live the high life at Meadowood Resort. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Rudy Maxa here to invite you to join the radio show and me on a tour of France beginning September 29th. We'll explore Paris, picturesque Provence, and the fun-filled French Riviera. We'll enjoy tours and tastings at well-known wineries in Vouvray and the Loire Valley. Experience a relaxing evening cruise along the River Seine. And did I mention the cuisine? Enjoy the rich culture and romance of France. For details, call Colette Vacations at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345 or go to rudymaxa.com. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a noise? Yep. Be like the 4 million who switched to GEICO last year and you too could start saving money. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. AutoZone. Saving gas is easy as one, two, three with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Three easy tips and a trip to AutoZone can help you get the most miles out of every gallon. Perform a simple tune-up, use a fuel treatment, and maintain proper tire pressure to save gas and cash. AutoZone has more expert advice to help you save at the pump and everything you need to do the job right. Get to AutoZone today and maximize your gas mileage. Get in the zone. AutoZone. That's a great tasting light beer. It's really smooth. That is refreshing. That's Sam Adams Light. It's light amber color and smooth finish is what made Sam Adams Light the first light beer to win a gold medal in Germany. The amazingly smooth taste comes from our unique aging process. Pop open a Sam Light today. Sam Adams Light, the perfect light beer when you want to enjoy each sip. Ah, delicious. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save the responsibility. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. As you know, as I said at the top of the hour, we took the show on the road. We're coming to you from the very stunning Meadowood Resort in San Helena, or just outside of the town of San Helena here in California's Napa Valley. They've been celebrating the 12 nights of Christmas, and each night a 
well-known chef from somewhere in the United States and a well-known vintner here from Napa Valley uh, does a very special dinner. Part of that money goes to that uh, the diners pay. There are about 50 people who can attend. Uh, goes to Share Our Strength, the nonprofit organization that aims to eradicate eradicate hunger among children in America by 2015. And uh, one of the evenings, there's a fabulous wine called Plump Jack that's being served. Uh, we talked about allocated wines a little earlier. This is another one of those wines that guys like I can't get. But uh, uh, you've got to get on a list. Uh, it's so popular that by the time they're in the bottles, they're almost already sold. The man behind it is also a legend in Napa Valley for several other reasons. His name is Andy Beckstoffer, and he arrived here about 40 years ago. He helped make this a very special place. He owns some of the Valley's most historic vineyards, uh, including Toe Cologne. Am I pronouncing it correctly, Andy? Yes, you are. Welcome to the show. Uh, Dr. Crane, um, George II? Third. George III. George III. Sorry, typo on my, my part. Missouri Hopper, uh, Born Vineyard, and Las Amigas. Or yes. Mis Amigas? Las Amigas. With an A-S, Okay. Um, now, George wasn't – when you arrived here 40 years ago, uh, the Napa wine industry wasn't quite the gilt-edged industry it is now, was it? What did you find? Well, it was, it was a simpler place. It was a much simpler place. And the wines, I think, at that time were the best that was produced maybe in America, but they certainly didn't compete with the Europeans as it was. And we, we at that time, we had a little saying. It was called, uh, never let the sun set on the tourist, in that we wanted to preserve <laughs> agriculture. So you bring them up here to taste wine. You give them nowhere to eat and nowhere to sleep. You didn't have the restaurants. Of Meadowood existed, but not like this. But there were no restaurants and inns or anything of that sort to, to, you know, hospitality business wasn't here at all. Uh, in most of agriculture, it, it existed a lot today, is that, the, you know, the, the, the um, processor, the vintner is a first-class citizen, the producer, the, 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 the grower is a second-class citizen, and the farm worker is a third-class citizen. And we were like agriculture in those days. Not anymore. Not but you, any you saw something, before we get to today, you saw something there, and you introduced new, introduced new irrigations, a new way of uh, spacing uh, vines. How did you know that stuff? Well, I didn't know that stuff. I just knew that I wasn't from here. And where, where is that accent from, by the way? I'm from Richmond, Virginia. Don't mention Virginia. Nice to have you here. Uh, it's nice to be here. Um, but I didn't know any difference, and I didn't know it couldn't be done. And, and I guess I was young and fairly aggressive, and my background was engineering, and that's about experimentation. So we did lots of experimentation, and we got lots of the, the people from the University of California, Davis, and Fresno State, and San Luis Obispo involved with doing things different, different than they had done it here. Now, I'm not going to say that wasn't controversial, the new guy coming in, but... Because you were supposed to be in Richmond growing tobacco leaves. Uh, yeah, or doing something back there. <laughs> um, drinking bourbon, for sure. Uh, <laughs> but they, they, we, we didn't do that. So then, but the people at Davis and the people on the forefront of ag modern agriculture, and remember, this is 1970. 1970, we're, everything is different in those days. And so we began to say, well, don't these vines need irrigation and you don't have a lot of water? How can we put it in more efficiently? So... We, that's drip irrigation. I can remember the people who presented the, the drip irrigation uh, uh, situation to us had been successful in the deserts in Israel. Israel right. And they made that presentation at the, I don't forget the name, but it's the 52nd floor of the Bank of America building. And that's where that presentation was made to us. And we we accepted it at, at that point. Uh, and, and vine spacing, they had been doing vine spacing as they'd done for 100 years, but it's very inefficient. And so what we wanted to do was make it more efficient 
and produce better quality. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was the motivation for doing these things, for doing the experimentation and getting the people who really knew, the people from Davis and those other things who love to come to the Napa Valley. Okay, then you uh, you also in nineteen well in nineteen seventy nine was when the law was passed. But for years prior to that, you began insisting that a wine called a Napa wine would have at least seventy five percent of Napa grapes in it. Yes, it was I, I wasn't familiar with with that struggle. I was an East Coast guy. Was that was it a struggle? Or? Unbelievable, unbelievable struggle. I mean, brother Why? brother against brother. What what happens is that who they was were, against it? The vendors were against it because what they said was that all you're trying to do is raise the price of grapes, make us buy Napa Valley grapes. And what they were saying is you're taking away the prerogative of the vendor to use whatever he wanted to use. But in, that's they wanted all, it both ways, though. They still want to call their wine Napa, though. And, and the problem. So the problems are one is that. We, it's all about preserving agriculture in the Napa Valley. And so you can't preserve agriculture in Napa Valley unless there's a, there's a, there's a market for our fruit. And what we argued was that, the, that we were protecting Napa Valley agriculture and not agriculture in general. And thus, grapes from Monterey did more, no more than for protecting the, the agriculture of Napa Valley than did orange juice from Florida. Mm-hmm. You had to do something to protect the vineyards of Napa. Plus, the Napa brand was at, at risk because if you ride up Route 29 and you have a winery on right in the middle of Napa Valley and it's sold there, you think if it's a California Appalachian, you think it's Napa Valley. Sure. And so you're bastardizing the Napa Valley, the Napa Valley brand. And so they didn't understand it at the time, but they, they began to, that we were really trying to preserve agriculture and the Napa Valley brand. But believe me, it was as controversial as anything ever was. It was probably as controversial as the original Ag Preserve Ordinance, which was put in in 1968. In 1968, the Agricultural Preserve Ordinance was put in, and it was a very controversial county ordinance, forced through mainly by some people in the industry. Today, it's not controversial uh, agricultural ordinance. It is, in fact, the will of the people. Today, I would say to you, you won't find anybody around here now who will admit that they were against the 75% rule. But in those days, we were vilified, my children were vilified, my, everybody was really bad guy. But that's what happens, and that's how things happen. My guest is uh, Andy uh, Bextoffer, who is a legend here in uh, Napa Valley. He's not running for senator, uh, despite the uh, rising tone of his voice. You sound like the politicians in my hometown of Washington, D.C. I like that in a guy. Um, it, some of your wines are, excuse me, some of the grapes that you grow in your vineyards are used in other people's wines. What's special about your grapes? What's special about Napa grapes generally? Well, what was the brand you had to protect by calling well, Napa wine Napa? Well, what happens is that some of our grapes come from vineyards that have produced great wines forever, legendary vineyards, and they're more legend. The vineyards are legendary. I'm not legendary. And what, ha- what happens in those vineyards is I can tell you what the soil and the climate and the, the location is, everything like that. But in a great vineyard, the total is more than the sum of the parts. And in every period, they have produced the greatest wines. Now, the wines they produced in the 1940s weren't as good as they do in 2010. But our job is as to bring that out and bring modern technology to, do, to that and bring it forward. But we're blessed with the Mediterranean climate here, and we're blessed with, blessed with great soils. And we're blessed with the opportunity 
to sell our wines at high prices, and thus we can afford all the research. We can afford all the research. We can afford everything we need to produce the greatest grapes. And the thing that people don't understand is that the Napa Valley was formed by rich people. People, the people who found the Napa Valley in the 1840s and 50s and 60s were rich people who knew about quality. They knew how to solve a problem with quality rather than more quantity. And that is part of the culture here. If you look at the wave of families who came here in the 1860s and the 1870s, the Crabs, the Cranes, and all of those peoples that did Tokolon and Dr. Crane, they wanted quality. If you look again in the 1930s and 40s when the Mandavis and the Martinis and Andre Chelichev came, all about quality. And we're the same thing, and that's what makes a difference. The attitude of ours to produce the very best quality and solve a problem of quality. All right, we got 40 seconds left. Your wine is Plump Jack. It's a famous name. How do you feel about your wine being allocated? I asked the same of uh, Bill Harlan. I mean, you, uh, does it break your heart that more people can't have it, or are you simply proud that it's sold out before it's before you can get it on a shelf anywhere? I, I wish everybody could experience it because mm -hmm. it is a wonderful experience. Can you order it here at the restaurant? Yes, you may. All right, so there's your answer. If you've always wanted to taste Plump Jack, I have a couple of friends who are wine collectors, and uh, fortunately they once shared a bottle of Plump Jack with me, and I've shared it here during the 12 nights of Christmas. Very special night for me. Come on to the restaurant at Meadowood, and you can try it right here. So it's not totally unavailable. That's right. And uh, you got a Richmond boy telling you that... Uh, uh, that, that it's, it's, it's available here and it's good. And I just am so impressed that you, what you've done here for the Valley. And I know, I know your fellow vintners are as well. And I thank you for stopping in. Thank you. Andy Beckstoffer is, uh, is our guest. You got a website? Yes, I do. BeckstofferVineyards.com. Easy enough. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Here's another question from the Geico Savings Mailbag. Neil from Richmond writes, If you're traveling at the speed of light and you turn your headlights on, what happens? Well, Neil, let me answer your question with a question. If you're traveling at the speed of Geico.com, which is quite close to the speed of light, and you pay your bill online, what happens? You could save time. Lots of time. So there you have it, Neil. Keep those headlights on and that policy updated. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com to see how much you could save. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. We're very lucky to be this weekend in uh, Napa Valley at the Meadowood Resort, um, where it's a culinary and I don't know what the adverb for 
wine is uh, a great wine 12 days of christmas the resort is called it the 12 days of christmas it's a celebration of food and local wines some esteemed chefs have come in here uh to cook and they are being coordinated and corralled by another esteemed chef his name is christopher costow and he is the only second american-born chef and third youngest chef to ever receive three Michelin stars. Now, in case you don't know it, the Michelin Guide is well-respected around the world. It used to only be in France. They expanded the United States, uh, I don't know, a decade or so ago. And there are nine restaurants in the U.S. that have three Michelin stars, and one of them is overseen by Christopher right here at Meadowood Resort in a restaurant called The Restaurant. Whew. Christopher, how's that for an introduction? You've got to always explain that's, that restaurant that, that thing. That sounded fantastic. That did. That's we, should, very we, should nice. do that. we should do that one more time. Very nice having you on. We Thank don't have you. any time left to talk to you. Perfect. But, uh, <laughs> that's, all, that's all I need. Um, that, let me ask you. You came here two years ago, and the restaurant had two stars. Mm-hmm. Did you, I mean, was, did, did management say, we want you to get that third star, Christopher, or did you think it might ever happen? Or what, what was in your mind about that? Uh, I mean, we certainly didn't uh, say explicitly we were going to get three stars. That was uh, okay. That's uh, something of a foolhardy goal. In that, the numbers being as few as they are of chefs who have received it, um, you're kind of setting yourself up for disappointment. Uh, we set out to create a cuisine that was ideally singular uh, cuisine and an experience that spoke to this place, um, and be be consistent with our food and honest with our food and uh, create good experiences for the guests every night. You must be the envy of chefs in other parts of the world because of the cornucopia of, of, of product that you have readily available within just the state alone. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's entirely a blessing. I mean, that which we're able to grow here on our property is, is astounding. What do you grow on the property here? We grow a lot of our vegetables here in our garden here. Uh, we, we have our own eggs from our chickens. We uh, have fruit this. trees. We, have, we do quite a bit of foraging around here as well. So um, it really enables us to do something very, very specific. I didn't know that you had your own chickens. So the eggs here are... Mm-hmm. The eggs that we use in the restaurant come from our chickens. Are homegrown. Absolutely. When uh, I know it was just a few weeks ago that the the three star uh, designation was was announced, can you remember how you felt? Uh, it's really it's a very it's how, a very, how do you how do you learn about it? First of all, somebody call you up. The director of the guide calls all the chefs the morning of whoever got a star. Uh, I w- he saved me for last, and um, <laughs> you know I've I've gotten that call I guess six times now. Uh, from him every year when the guide comes out. Because you at previous restaurants. Right. Had so I got the first star my first year and second star and then kept the second star for about three years. Um, and then uh, he calls and says, Christopher, good to talk to you again. You got three stars. And then... Uh, you know, it's uh, it's a very it's a very emotional experience to be honest with you. I mean, it's sort of a finite recognition of of a lot of years of work, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of uh, energy spent. How lot, old are you? Uh, Thirty four. That's incredibly young. I don't I don't feel it. <laughs> well, I know the, the life of a chef is difficult. I remember interviewing Alan DeCasse at, uh, at his restaurant in Monte Carlo years ago when he got his third star and like he was giddy now right. and he was probably about your age or maybe, maybe probably about probably yeah, about, about. Yeah. um what did you do after you learned uh i was actually at the time i was walking my puppy to the coffee shop with my girlfriend and they called and we sit there in the middle of the vineyard which is you know kind of between our house and the coffee shop and uh <laughs> and we went and got some coffee and, and she watched your head get bigger and bigger well now. you know i gave her the leash and walked away to take the phone call and uh 
And then, you know, the phone starts ringing and there's a lot of congratulatory oh. emails and letters and uh, some partying. And uh, we actually took off from Mexico for a few days to just kind of enjoy it. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Now, how has it been? I, I, have you done a, a, a 12 days? I mean, I'm sure you haven't done 12. Have you done this before? This is the third the third year of this incarnation of the 12 Days of Christmas. And is there any, you, you know, the stereotype of chefs or cranky guys in the kitchen yelling at people? I don't invite those people. So we invite... <laughs> we invite. You don't get those chefs here? No, no. I mean, we, uh, we invite... People who we respect in the field, oftentimes friends of ours, and people who who we want to spend a day with. Is there a challenge? Uh, we talk about the avail- availability of great produce and fruit, uh, and, and I'm sure meats and fish as well. Um, you have a kitchen that I presume is quite spectacular. Uh, what are the challenges? Uh, Besides the ch- to keep it the keep cha- it at the level it is. The, cha- but- the challenge, honestly, is communicating successfully to the chefs that they have carte blanche. That oftentimes when chefs go do events, there's so many limitations placed on them, either by the number of people they're cooking for, which is often the case, mm-hmm. um, or they're cooking in a field for people. Here, they're in a Michelin three-star kitchen with all the tools at their disposal, with a fantastic staff and product. And the challenge is getting them to understand that they really need, they really can do whatever they want to do. But what is the challenge in 30 seconds? What's the challenge that faces you on a day-to-day to basis? Stay out of their way. But leaving aside the 12 days of Christmas, I mean, when you're regularly cooking here now. To, uh, to stay focused and to not allow um, the expectations or desires of others to necessarily impact the product that I want to do. All right. Uh, there is one other three-star restaurant in the neighborhood. It's is about, there? Yeah, I've, it's called the French... Well, it's a laundry. It's called the... I don't know. It's, it's a French laundry, Thomas Keller. It's in Yonville. It's about a 15-minute drive from here. Uh, and it's legendary for you have to call, I don't know, a month ahead or three months ahead, the, the second the reservation lines open. I know you encountered a wave of, of reservations as soon as the, your third star was announced. Am I right? Yes. Is... Uh, can... Can mere mortals call now and make a reservation for they dinner? Ab- they absolutely can, and we, we hope they do. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely talking to you. Christopher is the chef here at, uh, uh, at Meadowood. The restaurant is called The Restaurant. Stop and say hello to Christopher Costo. He's working hard. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more Napa. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Stated returns are as of March 25th, 2011. Future performance depends on many factors. Past performance is not indicative of future results, which are not guaranteed. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. How will Wall Street respond to war in Libya? How will the nuclear disaster in Japan affect automotive stocks? Understanding how global events affect the market is critical to your financial success. That's why thousands of people turn to Jim Cramer and Action Alerts Plus. Anyone can offer financial advice, but Cramer puts his money where his mouth is. With Action Alerts Plus, you'll get an alert every time he buys or sells any stocks in his charitable trust before he makes the trade. Since inception on January 1st, 2002, the total average return of the Action Alerts Plus portfolio has outperformed the S&P 500, delivering more than double the return of the same time period. Get your free 14-day trial of Action Alerts Plus by visiting joinkramer.com now. That's joinkramer.com. Join C-R-A-M-E-R.com. Joinkramer.com. Here's another question from the Geico Savings Mailbag. 
Jason from Buffalo writes, I have a habit of hitting snooze and not being able to get up again. Any suggestions? You know, if you get Geico to help with your renter's insurance, it's quite easy, really. You'll know you're protecting your stuff for as little as 12 bucks a month, which I suspect will make you sleep much sounder. Then you'll just pop out of bed rested, ready to start your day. What he's saying is, a renter's policy is basically insurance for your snooze button. Plus most everything else you own. Visit Geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. AutoZone. Introducing Valvoline Next Gen, the breakthrough motor oil that's better for the environment. Get in the zone. AutoZone. New Valvoline Next Gen motor oil is 50% recycled oil and 100% Valvoline protection. Better for the environment, great for your car, and backed by the Valvoline Engine Guarantee Program. Get a 5-plus quart oil change jug of Next Gen conventional motor oil and an STP oil filter for just $17.99. Restrictions and details at store. Protect your engine and make a difference. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Oh, that's a great tasting light beer. It's really smooth. That is refreshing. That's Sam Adams Light. Its light amber color and smooth finish is what made Sam Adams Light the first light beer to win a gold medal in Germany. The amazingly smooth taste comes from our unique aging process. Pop open a Sam Light today. Sam Adams Light, the perfect light beer when you want to enjoy each sip. Ah, delicious. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save responsibly. Rudy Maxa here with an opportunity that can't be missed. It's a fun vacation filled with adventure, culture, European romance, and great food and wine. Join the radio show and me for a 12-day France Magnifique tour beginning September 29th. We'll explore Paris, Nice, Normandy, the French Riviera, Monaco, and more. From tastings to tours to travel via high-speed train and river cruise, it's a trip that can't be missed. Call Colette at 800-762-5345. That's 800 762 to 5345 or go to rudymaxa.com. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. Hey, you're back with Rudy Maxa. We're still here in Napa at Meadowood, a great resort outside of San Helena, the small town, that very charming town here in Napa Valley on Route 29. We're just off uh, the parallel road, uh, the Silverado Trail. Uh, by the way, if you do visit Napa, Silverado Trail has a little less traffic on weekends. You might want to try that, and it's got some great wineries along it as well. John Conover is joining me. He is a vintner, and he is participating in the 12 Days of Christmas Wine Fest and, and Food Fest going on here at Meadowood uh, this weekend. It's ending this weekend. It's been going on the last 10 or 11 days. Um, and one of the nights, his wine, Plump Jack, and his white wine, Cade, spelled C-A-D-E, were served and delighted to have you here. I know we talked earlier with Andy Beckstoffer, and he grows some of the grapes that go into your wine. Wines, excuse me. He does. We are uh, vintners, and we are uh, growers as well. We own uh, 71 acres of, of grapes, 50 in the, the village of Oakville, and then 21 up on Howe Mountain. And to supplement um, our winemaking, we purchase grapes from uh, a few outside growers, and our, but our most important is uh, Andy Beckstoffer. 
um, here in Napa Valley. Tell me a little about you. What were you doing before you came to Napa Valley, and what brought you here? Geez, what brought me here? You know, I was so lucky. I, I went to school up, uh, a school known for beer and wine, Chico State, and um, came down here to Napa Valley on a field trip one day And uh, when I was 21 years old, and I had that magical moment. I decided I wanted to move to Napa Valley, get involved in the wine business, which was very different in the early 80s. Um, and uh, You're the third I, guy to tell me this. I realized it really irritates dream. me because I didn't get to California till too late. <laughs> I, I feel very blessed. I've my wife is here with Meadowood, and I've raised my two daughters. One that's going to school in Southern California, and one that's about to go off to college. And feel very blessed to uh, live but here. Did you go and have another profession before you came here, or did you I start? There, there's no. What was story. your first job here? Uh, my first job was at Sequoia Grove Winery. Um, I worked in the cellar, uh, doing cellar work, working in the vineyards, working in the tasting room, and uh, over time, kind of figured out what I wanted to do. Wow. And now you're the managing partner of uh, both Plump Jack and Cade Wineries. Both Plump Jack and Cade Wineries. A red one and a white one. Uh, we both actually make red and white at both wineries. Um, our goal at Plump Jack is to reflect the terroir, the sense of place, the soil, the vineyards of Oakville. And at Cade is to reflect the, the sense of place up on Howe Mountain, which is a little higher in elevation. Is Cade an allocated wine as well? It is. We're small production. We have same winemaker, Tony Biaggi at Plump Jack and Cade, same vineyard manager, same ownership group, our new lieutenant governor, Gavin Newsom. And Gordon Getty um, are my partners. Oh. Um, but again, it's the vineyards make all the difference in the world. And I've asked other uh, w- uh, winemakers who have allocated wines whether you're whether that's frustrates you that you can't make more for more people, or whether you're so proud that that the demand is so great. Well, I think uh, really a little of both. For us, it's like I'm. Uh, hopefully, Andy talked. To, I'm sure he did. It's all about quality, not quantity. And we'd rather make a small amount of great wine than a large quantity of just average wine. So, some years, Mother Nature ultimately is involved, and we're sitting here in Napa Valley in, in December. It's pouring rain out there, so ultimately, she's involved and in, and she's responsible for what we have to work with. Well, she's been very kind to Napa Valley over the decades. You have a very, I, I understand, a very green winery. I haven't had the pleasure of visiting. Uh, it, it, what makes it green? Green. Um, um, Cade, Cade is a gold lead certified winery, um, and we're all organically farmed. Um, our goal when we had this blank canvas to plant vineyards and build a winery was something that came to a quick realization that was going to be around long after I'm gone, my daughters are gone, and probably my daughter's daughters are gone. So we really felt it was important, and we were obligated to build something that was very responsible. So um, lead, leadership and energy environmental design. Um, recycle materials, energy efficiency. Um, and so Kate is very, very green. Solar powered, we generate all our own electricity. Is there one there. or two little details that might surprise me that I that isn't traditional green? I mean, uh, that most well, people don't know about. A couple of details. Um, the insulations, all scraps of blue jeans left over. We, um, we acquire those, we shred them, we spray them in the walls for recycled materials. I love that. Um, we have, again, solar powered. Again, there's a lot of solar power businesses, but we actually have recharging stations at each one of our parking places. So if you come up in a, a, a Volt or a Nissan Leaf or even the new Tesla sports car, we can recharge your car while we recharge you uh, with some of our fine wines. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And are you open seven days a week? Can I come visit or do you need an appointment? You can come see us at Plump Jack. You can just drop by and see us and up at Cade, make an appointment but seven days a week, 10 to 4. And we'd love to, we're very proud of what we do and we'd love to show you our properties. And where can uh, listeners find your website? Um, www.plumpjack.com. Plump Jack, just like it sounds. Plump Jack, all one word, dot com. Hey, John, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much. Look forward to seeing your, your listeners up here in the Valley. I would like that. Tell them Rudy sent you. John Conover is the general manager of Plump Jack and Cade, and uh, uh, an amiable guy he is. Of course, of course, why not? He lives in Napa and gets to drink wine. It's lovely all year round. We'll be right back in a moment. End of the hour. My deals of the week coming up. Don't touch that dial. 
To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back into Rudy Maxa's World. I'm Rudy Maxa, right here in my world, and I'm glad you're in it. We're here every weekend on your favorite radio station. If you'd like to write me, you can write me anytime at rudy at rudymaxa.com. That's R-U-D-Y. Uh, drop me a line if you have an idea for a subject or for a guest. And if you'd like to talk with me about something on the air, I know we're a very uh, interview-driven show. I realize that. I sort of overbook here, but we're always happy to have, have a caller in now and then. Call 800-387-8025. And if it's a travel question we can answer, happy to do it. Remember, I'm not a travel planner. I can't. I, I got to tell you, I get emails sometimes of people saying, uh, my husband and I and our three kids, age 13, 6, and 2, are going to Europe for the first time. We're going to be visiting five countries. What should we see? Where should we go? Where should we where should we stay and what should we do that all the kids will like? Whew, there are entire guidebooks written about that and travel agents can help you with that. So I can't help you with that. But if you have a specific travel question or point you'd like to make, 800-387-8025 is the number. Um, you know, airlines this week continued to report a huge uptick in business and revenue. Uh, which indicates the economy might be coming back. They're doing much better. They may actually be in the black for the first time in a long time. Uh, but one part of the airline industry that's booming even more than anything else is are the guys who paint the airline airplanes. Why is that? Well, because of all the mergers. You had the uh, Northwest and Delta merger. You've got Frontier and uh, Midwest Express. Now, how much does it cost to paint a, a 777? That's one of the big planes. As much as $200,000 per plane. Think of that next time you've got to paint your house. and $200,000 to paint a 777. Um, a smaller A320 might only cost 50000 but those big boys. Uh, companies uh, such as one called Leading Edge are running 24-hour shifts seven days a week, primarily because of the current big project, which is the merger of Continental and United. So I guess they're going to come out with a new logo, just as Delta and Northwest did. Anyway, uh, time for the deals of the week here at the end of the hour. If, you're, if you want a little warm weather, perhaps, and particularly if you're on the East Coast or in the upper Midwest, that might sound pretty good. Why not think about going to Palm Springs in Southern California? About a, oh, It's about a two-hour drive from L.A., as I recall. Uh, there's a hotel that's got what they call the Sweet Deal Package uh, that's good all of January, Sunday through Thursday, $179 a night at the Mission Inn Hotel and Spa in Riverside, California. Mission Inn Hotel and Spa, Riverside, California. It is, it's actually not in Palm Springs, I'm sorry, it was in, I saw this in a Palm Springs magazine. Uh, Riverside is more, where, Michael, that's more outside of L.A., right? Yeah, um, south of L.A., I believe. Yep, yeah, you don't know, he's from San Francisco, L.A., he doesn't pay attention to L.A. Uh, any, anyway, you can check out the Mission Inn Hotel and Spa. Uh, you'll get uh, deluxe accommodations for two for the night, a $20 gift card, uh, game, uh, redeemable for something sweet at Casey Cupcakes, you get valet parking, $179 a night through the end of January. Not a bad deal if you're headed to Southern California. And then in New York City, now this is, this is, these are fairly deep discounts in New York City. Um, there are three hotels that are offering great rates in, in, in New York City. One is called the Marrakesh Hotel, as you might guess. It's got a Morocco theme. Uh, and they are offering... Rates beginning at $99 per night throughout January and February. 
$99 a night in the Upper West Side of New York. Uh, if you stay three nights, stay two or three nights, you'll get another 10% off. Stay four, you'll get 15% off. And if you stay five or more, you'll stay 20% off. Now, you have to know the code to get this. That code, the secret Rudy Maxa World code, is WINTER10, the number 10. WINTER, the numeral 10. Uh, you can find details at MarrakeshHotelNYC.com. A four-star hotel, four hotel called the Sanctuary Hotel uh, is, uh, has just been renovated, and they have rates starting at $149 a night for all the way through the end of January. This is also uh, in, in, in New York City. That's about a 60% savings over nightly rates that are going to start at $400 a night when uh, the Sanctuary Hotel makes its sort of grand debut after its renovation. $149 a night. Uh, unbelievable. Use the uh, 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 go to sanctuaryhotelnewyork.com. Uh, sanctuaryhotelnewyork.com. And the Westin on Times Square in New York, that's a very modern hotel, is offering rates that are about 50% off regular rates. Uh, the dates are January 2nd through the 8th, the 13th through the 25th, and then again in February, the 3rd through the 8th, and the 17th through the 28th. I know it's hard for you to remember those dates, but figure early January and early February, and then mid-January and mid-February. But go to westonny.com for details. Rates begin at $199 a week. It's right off Times Square. Fabulous prices for those hotels. Great time to go to New York. Uh, great time to visit and uh, at great rates because, as you know, if you've tried to go to New York, the prices are outrageous. I want to thank uh, uh, several people for bringing us this show. First of all, the uh, staff here at Meadowood has been very delightful in providing uh, accommodations for us. And uh, I'd like to thank uh, Anne-Marie Conover and Stan Bromley uh, for doing that. I want to thank our engineer who hails from San Francisco. He worked with us. You may remember when, a couple months ago we did a remote broadcast from the B.R. Cohen Winery when all those old rockers were there. Uh, uh, and Michael was with us uh, during that show, and he's doing it again uh, this show. So to Michael Baird, our engineer here in California, I thank him, and I thank Jeff Ryder, who's back in the studio in Connecticut, uh, linking us all together and making it all happen. And Anna Schofield is my executive producer. Thank you for joining me in Ru 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 Rudy Max's world today here at Meadowood, outside San Helena in Napa, California. Meadowood.com if you want more details. See you next week. Have a lovely pre-holiday week. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.